Hey folks, welcome to another Fuacata podcast. Uh, wow, the ghetto's already shooting fireworks. That's going to be a lot in this podcast, I guess. Um, de- oh, what's it called? So this new, uh, this episode, we're just going to do an artist year in review. And then we're going to get into some of my favorite things this year that happened. And uh, stuff that I got into and everything else. And uh, what else? You know, stuff I dug and liked and da 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 da. Next week, we're going to do a complete uh, rundown of the podcast this year and everything else. So stay tuned for that next week. And as always, Monday Motivations. So let's get on with the show. Okay, stop what you're doing. Breathe. Breathe a little. I know it's the holidays, all the crazy shit's happening, all these people are in town, and your mom called you, and then your dad called you, and then you gotta do this, and you gotta do that, and this guy wants to hang out, and this guy wants to do... Breathe. Remember, you don't have to do any of that shit. Welcome to the fuck of the podcast, guys. Um, it's the 22nd, so I am on the fucking road. Um, I'm off to Texas to spend the holidays with some family. We will be back next week with a episode that's a year in review of the podcast and what we've done and everything else. And I think I want to talk about my year in review as an artist and what I've been doing and what the stuff I've been putting together and um, how those things have changed and how my workflow is right now especially as an artist. Um, To say I'm adaptable is to say that the cockroach is hard to kill. It's it's the same essence. I I have to say I have to... I roll with my punches. I do what I have to do with what I have, when I have, how I can. Um, It's not easy. It's not simple all the time. I've had to learn a lot of things along the way. And sometimes I've had to reach out and learn. I've had to look around me and learn. But I see a lot of uh, friends and artists and people and how they deal with things. And I learn from them because of that. And I think that's a essence of uh, where I've been at this year. Um, some things are, are, are observational. You have to learn from observing and from seeing and from looking at people and how they do things and how you do things and how we put things together and all this other shit. And I think that's very, very essential. Um, but in the end, you have to implement it. So it's about learning the new uh, tactics and then implementing those tactics and seeing how they work. And sometimes you will walk away from things um, and you come back because you noticed what happens when they're absent. Like one thing I do is I kind of do a weekly calendar in my sketchbook. I always do a weekly calendar. I kind of write out, literally do boxes in my sketchbook. And I'll be like, all right, this is Sunday, this is Monday. And I put the dates too. Just Because so, one thing too is if you, if you don't let go of the reality in, this, in the situation, you will like not know what's going on. You'll be like, dude, I need a calendar. What day is it? What's going on? And I'm I'm still analog in that. I, I have a group, you know, I like to, I, I use the phone for a lot of things, especially for uh, um, reminders. I use a lot of reminders on my phone and everything else. Those have always been very fucking good. But I think the other thing is to implement that kind of stuff. And when I write it down, it helps me 
implement it. It, may, it helps me get it going. So I, I think that's another side of it that helps so much if you can put that forward. Um, but also, it, it's it's about getting those techniques and everything else down. And then if you leave them, you come back. I end up going back to using the calendar. I'm using the post-it notes. I have my to-do list, my doing, and my done, and my research now. That's the other layer. So I look at that and I know exactly where I have to start my day. I can look at my to-do list. I say, okay, what needs to be done? Put it in my doing. I know what I'm doing and done. I know what's been done and research. And then sometimes I have to put in a panel that says follow up. Those are the things that I got to like either follow up. I got to send an email. I got to check on something, you know, what have you. And that's helped greatly. And I used to have that in my old office. And then I got my new office. And I was like, I couldn't implement it there. And this big back and forth. And now I'm just learning it more and more and more again. You know, especially when you go back to working by yourself, you're not working with other people. You start getting into all those ideas again of how you want to do it. And you you, you start learning fast. You start learning how, how to put it together and make it work pretty fast. Um, and that's been very, very helpful in these times and uh you got to recognize that and say okay if this worked i gotta implement that again how do i implement it let me put it in um that's a big change in it my other change is trying to expand i got into digital so i'm now digitally making comics it's slow moving right now because there was a big learning curve for the last two or three months just getting used to it but i have to admit the iPad with the fucking Apple Pencil, what a fucking revelation. And I'm not even using like the fancy cover or a fancy iPad or a fancy anything. I have like the regular uh, Apple Pencil, the first one that came out. And then I had it and it has been, well, hopefully it's been really good. I think the work has been really phenomenal. I'm starting to get more and more familiar with it. It's making my workflow a lot easier. Um... I'm having a problem with my back lately. It's probably from years of sitting at a desk. Um, I'm thinking of doing the standing desk thing again. That's another thing I'm thinking about implementing for the next year. I'm just like kind of about doing that. Because <laughs> it takes a lot of bullshit to move around. And just right now I'm like, you know, space is, uh, is of uh, huge importance. But I might be doing it again now that I'm thinking about it. Um, just because... I got to save my back. I got to save what I'm doing. Um, I have a great cushion and everything else, but I got to like see, okay, do I want to get into that again? Do I want to go forward? And look at that. I'm already putting this in my research. I just wrote it down. Um, yeah, I, I, it's something that I really want to get into uh, putting those techniques to the use. So... I'm happy about that because it seems like other things are moving on. You know, I the issue two of Fagata has been slow going because I was running the shop. I'm not at the shop anymore. So now I'm putting that best foot forward uh, for uh, January to get the I'm doing the, the Kickstarter for the first issue. Um, that's what I'm going to be doing it for. That's what I was deciding. But the second issue will be attached. It'll be a way of getting the second issue. I think it'll be a way of opening goals um for it to get forward um and get the the books out and everything else um 
I'm really, really, really looking forward to that. I hopefully can get that together. I have to do a shit ton of research before I do that because some of it is just about pricing and putting price points and putting stuff together and everything else. Um, and what I'm, how I'm going to implement that. Um, those are the two things. Those are the things that I'm looking at. Web comics wise, there's a couple of things I need to do. Um, I had uh, a certain problem with uh, zombie years just because of files. And I have to go back and find files and find a bunch of stuff. And it's been uh, back and forth, to say the least. Uh, hopefully, we'll fix that uh, during this time that I'm uh, out on my break. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, and it's always ever growing because I think if, if whatever project it is, I think sometimes it's just the best thing to do is, is a, and look at it like a business. Not so much as, I guess, as much as like, what if you're making money on it or not, but is it as productive as you think you're doing it? Because if you run it the right way, it works great. I had a friend that um, he really liked weed. <laughs> he always liked a lot of weed and he smoked a lot of weed all the time. And he sold weed too. And I used to fuck with him because I used to be like, man, dude, aren't you, you know, kind of getting high off your own supply there, buddy? You know, isn't that the that's the, the first rule that you learn as a youngin, you know, looking at a... Uh, Scarface, you know, that's a that's like basic uh, Miami Dade kindergarten elementary school education is you don't get high off your own supply. And what happened was that he what he did would be buy an ounce, two ounces, and he would sell weed on the side and it would help pay for the weed he smoked. So for the ounces that he bought and for the weed he smoked, he helped pay for it. So his habit had effectively a cost of zero. And. Even if, so I'll even say, even if your hobby is smoking weed, you can make that into a productive situation. And I thought, man, that's really cool. That's really fucking smart, you know? It sucks that sometimes you, you can't carry a conversation for five seconds because you're high all the time. But that's fine. That's great. You know, that's a, that, that works great. So that's what I would say is 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 one of the things that's happening. It's like, not that I'm selling weed, but <laughs> that I'm making everything as productive as possible that there i'm looking at everything that i have that can give and watering appropriately and seeing how it is it's kind of like looking at any career or art that you get into or anything like that as a garden and saying okay what needs watering what needs you know transplanting what needs you know to have its leaves clipped what needs to be ripped out of the ground what needs to be replanted what needs to be you know, um, maybe, hey, oranges are growing, but the tomatoes aren't. Then guess what? You grow oranges kind of thing. So uh, that kind of stuff, too, is very, 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 um, very necessary to do in your life and whatever projects you're doing and say what comes to fruit. And sometimes gente se, se ahoga en un vaso de agua, like they say in Spanish. People drown in a in a glass of water that... There's sometimes they 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 look at something and 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 I see this a lot with uh, new home ownership. A lot of times people buy a new house and they look at it and they're like, oh my god, I gotta do this and I gotta change the ceiling fan and I gotta do this. And I, I remember a friend was a, telling me about a friend that they got into a new house and they're close to getting fucking divorced because they needed to do like stuff to the house. They bought this new house to make their life better. And then the pressure of putting all this shit in the house to make it nice 
was causing so much stress for them. They're on the verge of arguing and getting a divorce. And I'm like, well, that's just fucking backwards, isn't it? That's not the right way to fucking do things. Well, that's what a lot of people do. And that's why I tell you that you have to go in and say, all right, what am I doing? And am I doing it right and at the right pace? You know, sometimes, yeah, you're going to have that room full of shit. And you say, God damn it, I hate this room full of garbage. should do something about it. Well, you can't do anything about it yet because A, money, B, time, C, whatever. But little by little, maybe go through it and throw away something or get rid of this or put that together finally or whatever. And that's it for the day. And then move on to the next thing. And if you do that every day, you'll get it done. Well, all we see is this huge mountain in front of us and we say, fuck that. I don't want to deal with it. And that's not how it is. Um, I tell you, I say that to you comic book makers out there. A panel a day will keep the amateur shit away <laughs> i think um yeah man sometimes just tackling a page sometimes i look i've had long days where i'm tired i'm worked on other stuff i've been now with these commissions you know it takes a lot of uh art points out of me art energy points bioe as they used to call it in palladium uh ninja turtles when you're creating a character you create it with bioe and uh, biological energy and you put it in the character and well, you know, creating art every day takes a lot of bioe from me, and um, it's in the making of stuff that it can be exhausting. And but doesn't mean I can't go and ink one panel. I, I sometimes sit there and say, okay, I'm just gonna do basic inks, basic blacks across a page, and then I'm gonna do some of the cross hatching, some of the detail. And sometimes, like, like again, going back to the one push-up thing that, that the Japanese doctor recommended to a guy, just, I want you to wake up and do one push-up. And you end up doing five. You end up doing ten. You know, you all go, I'm going to do one panel, you end up doing two panels. Or you end up doing the, the background. Or you end up working something out a little bit. And then it's on your mind, and you can go to bed knowing you did something. Doing nothing is not an option. Um, there's that Bushido, Bushido code that says it's, it's better to do something wrong than to do nothing at all. And that's a very, very true thing. That's something I really keep in mind for myself all the time because it's, it's true. It's a lot of times it is easier to just go and say, fuck it, rather do a piece of shit today than do nothing, you know? And, um, as, uh, Al Casada used to tell me, uh, prop maker, friend of mine and, and, uh, fellow maker he says you know my piece my piece of shit is better than your perfect nothing so it's better to do something and make something and put something together than just sit there and say fuck it i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that it's too hard and everything else and then the one thing i think that holds a lot of people back a lot of times is that idea of like people are going to talk shit or people are going to say something or some people are going to judge you. I feel like a lot of people secretly, that's their biggest fear. And I'm here to tell you that's all shit. Fuck it. Go on with it. Because those people aren't you. Those people are not helping you. Those people aren't doing anything for you. Fuck them people. Make your own shit. Get it done. And uh, that's something that I have noticed now for myself in this, in this new this last year and everything else is is huge you've got to go do your own thing you can't wait for anybody um it's great to be in a collaboration i am all for collaboration i think collaboration is great having partners is great people that you can get together with and work with and everything else is an amazing beautiful thing 
until it isn't. And when it isn't, then you walk away and you do something else. You get your shit done. That is the main thing you have to keep in mind. I can't say that enough because enough, not enough people do that. Um, you get into this thing of like, oh, no, because this, oh, no, we can fuck that. Get your shit done first, then everybody else. No more, no less. That's how it needs to be, you know? It's a little selfish, it's a little asshole-ish, but it is what it is. Because if you do and you start waiting for other people when they're ready or when they're inspired or when they have the... You'll never get shit done, man. So do what you got to do. And if it's something that you want to do, and be prepared to do a lot of it. Um, (laughs) My students, the students I've had, I always say the same shit. Sometimes they show me a nice drawing or some sketches they do or something that they did and they're very proud of it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And sometimes it's really good work or something really good and they made a breakthrough. And I'm like, oh, that's great, man. Now do it a hundred more times. And they look at me like, fucking asshole. Really? I'm like, yeah, really. Do it a hundred more times. And that's the thing, man. That's everything going forward. So I want you to be fueled. I want you to be happy. And going into the holiday season, it can be very hard with everything going on. But you can always sidestep the little sketchbook. Take a pocket sketchbook with you. I always have one with me. But even when talking to people and seeing what their observations are about the art you're doing or what you're working on or like what they like or what they don't like, what they're familiar with. with it, you know, you have a focus group. You have a research team right there. Even if it's your mom or dad or brothers or sisters or whatever, go to them and say, hey, fuck things. What do you think of this? And just to see where they're coming from and what their observations are. And it probably might be wrong. Maybe they're right. But there might be some insight there that you've never had before. And so always take advantage of that. And with that, I tell you, have a happy holiday. Have a good time. I'll talk about some other things on the podcast, but just wanted to touch base on this. But, you know, happy happy, well, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Solemn Kwanzaa, um, Eid. Is it Eid yet? No, no, it's not Eid. I don't think it's Eid. Eid is later. One of those. Whatever it is you're celebrating, have fucking fun doing it. Even if it is just, you know, helicoptering your dick outside in the snow. Have fun. Have a good time. Eat a lot. Fuck a lot. Drink a lot. Laugh a lot. That's my fucking Joy Luck Club book bullshit right there. And uh, let's let's keep on going together. Let's see what the next year brings. Be good. So as we're talking and everything else, like I said, next week we're probably going to do a podcast year in review. But uh, I will say I wanted to touch on stuff I dug this year. Like what really got me throttling forward and and really getting into shit. Um, First off, I would love to say my favorite pen, and I bought a bunch of them that I'm just a huge fan of now, is the Tombow... Fudenosuke uh, ink pen, brush pen. It is fucking phenomenal. I've been using this like crazy, especially for sketch covers, especially for everything. Good ink, pretty good fastness. I mean, if it totally dries, it'll hand up the marker. If you let, you know, if you put marker or watercolor right away, it will bleed a little bit. But it's other than that, it's really great. Water-based pigment ink. Oh man, they're already celebrating in the hood. Um, big 
fucking fan of these. These have been great. These have been awesome. Been loving these for drawing. Not that expensive. I think I bought like 20 for 30 bucks or something like that. And they last a while. I only changed to a new one recently because the old one didn't even run out of ink. I was just destroyed the nib. The nib was just so destroyed. Um, big fucking fan of that. Other art supplies that I've been really into. Um, the acrylic gouache from, uh, let me grab a bottle here, from Liquitex. Uh, I only have black and white. I have a Mars black and uh, I think a titanium white. Great shit. A phenomenal coverage. Really good. It works like gouache, but it's acrylic, so it dries kind of fast. I've used this to do some cover-ups and everything else, too. Um, phenomenal. I love this stuff. This is, like, the best shit ever. I've been really, really been into it. Um, so those two as art supplies... You know, my Fabriano sketchbooks, as always, I'm looking at mine right now. I always get these, the A5 ones. Um, those have been always my go-to. I'm about to kill this one. I'm almost done for the year. Once I'm finished with this one, and then I'll get a new one, and then I start the whole cycle over again. So that's been awesome. I, um, uh, and my, as far as things, uh, comic book, one comic book that I've been fucking loving, and... I hope they get the last issue in time because I feel like I'm, I've been out of the loop since I left the shop. But um, Dual Powerbomb by Daniel Warren Johnson. Fucking great comic book. I love that comic. Really great. Just phenomenal story. Awesome artwork. What he's doing, he's just amazing. As an artist, I just look at him and I go, dude, you're, you're, you're a badass. You're essential. Um, amazing stuff. I really dig it. Um, yeah, I just think it's just been a great, great thing to, to, to get into. I think it's on issue six last time I checked. I got to check issue seven. I think it's going to come out soon. So I want to get that. So I'm not falling behind or anything else. And then, um, what else this year? Overwatch two, man. That's the one game I am playing like crazy. I, um, between that one and Ninja Turtles on my Xbox uh, I've been happy with uh, the old Xbox. Uh, Dan hooked it up with me with an Xbox, and I, I got it since I stopped using my PlayStation. And I've been the Xbox Box Pass has been awesome. Overwatch Two, for all the crap people are talking about, is a great game. I, I love the game. I feel like it's almost like like video game pickup basketball. You know, like after a while, when you know the rules and how to play it and what to do and everything else phenomenal game just really awesome i i really dug overwatch too it's just been fun great yeah some of the pay for play stuff okay kind of annoying but what are they asking you 10 bucks for the pass if you want like romatra right away or play till 40 level 45 and you get them anyway you know what's the problem they're, they're gonna give it to you they're just you know either you play like crazy to get it or you pay 10 bucks and 10 bucks is nothing i get 10 bucks and you know you spend 10 bucks on any kind of bullshit you know um and it seems worthwhile i do hate that there's a point system for i mean a credit system for all the the stuff i just saw a torbjorn skin that's really cool that i would love to get and i would love to complete my uh ash and and uh reinhardt collection of skins because i almost have all of them um it would be nice to have those extra ones and stuff like that but if not you know it's not too bad i don't know why it's a the the hub glove over that um, I was playing a lot of Smash Legends 
on my phone i stopped because it just got too sweaty and too crazy i'm kind of sad that i haven't been there but what i have been playing on my phone like crazy because it's just perfect for any kind of like you know downtime you have is um snap marvel snap oh my god what a great little card game i totally got into it i i mean i'm already like checking youtube for decks and stuff and everything else and trying to level up so i can get the newer car other cards out there and everything been really cool i don't feel the pressure of having to buy anything i just play um really great i thought it was it's a great little game i get on there i only have like about two friends that play so it's like you know don't compare too much but there's so much uh audience online that you can go and you can like follow somebody on instagram or go on youtube that you're good man you don't really need too much to to keep on top of or keep uh, abreast of anything that's going on so um the, it, it's been uh it, it's been phenomenal i've really been digging it um and uh yeah that's uh, that, those are the games at least that i'm playing that like on my downtime when i do have downtime and i think the last thing that i'm really looking forward to and i'm 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 working on is been whatnot i think whatnot is gonna be a venture this year it's gonna be a new thing to really get into it's gonna be something to really look forward to i think they're getting past I think initially it's it was that wild west of the gold rush of uh, money making and everything else that's great for a lot of people, especially for the comic book um, as a business, the comic book business, the comic book world um, and as a hobby kind of keeps it. But what I hope they can push and I'm, I'm trying to push is also the content and being this new place to put content up and having things and being able to explore things. I think that will be really fucking cool. And I think that's going to be, that's where it is right now. It's in the beginning stages of it. I feel like it's uh, like the beginning of Twitch or the beginning of all these other things. It can become a phenomenal big deal. Um, just hope, keep it going forward that it's all pluses and no minuses and nothing else happens. So that's been really, really, really cool. So those are the, you know. That's been something I'm going to really get into coming year. I'm already looking at ways of expanding my setup, expanding the thing so that more stuff can come out and it'll be cool. And uh, yeah. And so those are the stuff that I really like this year. Um, I would say, you know, if you ever get a chance, you know, appreciate the stuff that you get, get out there. Um, I want to say movies. What movies have I seen this year that have been really good? Um, Man, I've been only going into the past. I went to... Game of Thrones, I watched again, and I appreciated it. I'm watching Miss Maisel again. I'm appreciating it. It's just my girlfriend hasn't seen it, so... I want to say comic book movies, nothing's really bitten me. Thor was kind of a fucking letdown. It could have been better, I think. Werewolf by Night was phenomenal. Black Adam was decent. It was, you know... It was... It was what it was. Um... I can't say there's been too many things. I'm mean, I watch. I'm gonna probably remember something this year that really fucking got me. But anyway, uh, you guys tell me what 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 this year really tickled your pickle. What did you really like, and what did you what did you enjoy? Uh, and let me know. Send it to fwakata@gmail.com, or just send, leave a voicemail on anchor.fm forward slash fwakata, and maybe we can talk about it on the podcast.
All right, so that was the show for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening till the end. As always, if you want to know anything or everything that's going on, go to fuacata.com. Fuacata.com is the center of all the fuacataness that you need to get. If you want a t-shirt or you want to support with a t-shirt or this or that or buy a comic book, buy my my comic, Fuacata number one. Uh, go soon to be on Kickstarter in January. And, uh, you know, you know, help support keep this going. Or you go to the Patreon, give a buck a month. Just a dollar. Cheaper than a cup of coffee. Really. It's not even a colada anymore. Think about it. Uh, support there or go to Substack for five bucks a month and get uh, access to all my stuff behind the scenes with comics and everything else. And also digital downloads. Uh, we're going to have that and so much more going on this year. 2023 is going to be really fun. So thank you guys so much for for listening. Have a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, a solemn Kwanzaa, and all this other cool shit that's going on. Uh, enjoy. Tell people you love them. Hug them. You don't know if they're going to be here tomorrow. So you don't want to have any regrets. No regrets. And, um, and in the end, like I always say, be good. See you guys next week. <laughs>